In this podcast, the Ontario Medical Association looks at current health issues that are on everyone's mind. Spotlight on Health gives you the straight talk. We're Ontario's doctors and your health matters to us. This episode, Staying Healthy When Traveling. My name is Isaac Bogosh. I'm an infectious disease specialist based out of the Toronto General Hospital, and I work very closely in the realm of travel and tropical medicine. When people are booking a trip, it's important that they're healthy and maintain their health throughout their travel. So it's extremely important for people to seek care with a travel medicine specialist to really ensure that they have the right advice, the right precautions, the right vaccinations, and the right tools for success to maintain their health while they're traveling. Travel medicine specialists are typically physicians that have done extra training in travel medicine. Some people might live in an area where there is not access to a travel medicine specialist. Still speak with a healthcare provider, especially a family physician, prior to traveling to a tropical area. Many people travel to you know, Mexico or the Caribbean or other parts of the world where certain infections are just a lot more common than they are back here at home. And many of these are just vaccine-preventable illnesses, and a simple conversation with a physician could avoid any of these illnesses. And you can really ensure that you're going to get the best possible care and the best possible advice by going to a travel medicine specialist instead of, for example, looking it up online and trying to figure it out on your own. The travel medicine physician will really take a good history and, and understand where you're going and what you're doing while you're traveling. And for example, many travelers might need uh, malaria prophylaxis, and they're just a very valuable resource that uh, unfortunately I think are underutilized. Some big advice from travel medicine specialists really revolves around five key tenets. Number one, don't get lit. Number two, don't get bit. Number three, don't eat shit. Number four, don't get hit. And number five, don't do it. If we sort of go through them one by one, you think don't get lit. That means people travel, they often drink a little more alcohol than they do at home. They might do more drugs than they do at home. And then that often translates into making poor decisions. And we have to be careful. There's Canadian deaths or travelers dying from drinking alcohol and then swimming in the ocean and drowning or drowning in a pool or just making overall poor decisions. So we have to be mindful about the alcohol and drugs consumed while traveling. The second one is don't get bit. That's pretty obvious. I mean, there's lots of things that can bite you, not just mosquitoes, but dogs, monkeys, you name it. We have to be very cautious about animal bites and bug bites and take appropriate precautions there. You know, one of the examples is malaria prophylaxis, but there's a lot of other bug bites that transmit other infections. We're in an era of dengue fever, chikungunya, so people have to take precautions to avoid bites from mosquitoes and also from other animals. There's the don't get hit. We know that in traveling to the many low-income countries, road safety is a huge problem, and the risk of death or injury from a motor vehicle crash is significant. And we have to be very careful and and counsel travelers that if they're in a a low-resource setting, travel during the daytime. Don't travel at night. And make sure if you're getting into a vehicle, really make sure that there's seatbelts available. So road safety is a huge issue. We talked about don't eat shit. And that's, of course, in many parts of the world, sanitation and hygiene infrastructure just isn't the same as it is here in Canada. So we have to ensure that you wash your hands with soap and water. We recommend people drink bottled water and bottled beverages. Eating fresh fruit and vegetables is usually a no-no in many of these countries that people are traveling to. So we have this old adage, boil it, cook it, peel it, or forget it.
The last one is don't do it. But of course, that means be cautious around sexual encounters. And again, there's, there is a bit of disinhibition when people are traveling. And we know that people consume more, more drugs and alcohol, and they might make different decisions than they would at home. We see a lot of return travelers with sexually transmitted infections and occasional cases of HIV. You know, if people are going to engage in sexual activity, it's helpful if they use condoms. So don't do it. Don't get lit. Don't get bit. Don't eat shit. And don't get hit. Those are the five tenets of travel medicine. Even traveling closer to home, we can expose ourselves to certain things that we might not be used to. And certainly, we have to think about as we're traveling. You know, many people will be in an airplane, which is an enclosed space with hundreds of other people, and through airports, which are also enclosed spaces with thousands and thousands of people passing through. So I think we have to be very mindful about uh, having good hand hygiene in those cases, just to, so we avoid picking up certain infections. I think routine vaccinations, traveling or not, are extremely important, and, and that includes being up to date on for example, one's measles vaccine, we're, we're in an era of unprecedented measles cases globally. So people really should be up to date on their, on their routine immunizations. Recently, we had a traveler who had spent a lot of money and took a, a couple of weeks off to take a beautiful trip to a safari in East Africa, had a wonderful time, but they got back to uh, Canada and started to develop a fever and they got rather sick and came into hospital and they were diagnosed with malaria. Fortunately, they did well. They sought care right away. They started the right medications at the right time, but they were, they were quite ill for a few days and had to take some time off work. And also, you know, malaria is potentially potentially a very deadly infection. And this person essentially put themselves at risk because they were they did seek pre-travel advice. They were advised to take malaria pills. They even purchased the malaria pills, but uh, they didn't take the malaria pills while, while they were traveling. This was completely avoidable. Fortunately, they recovered and were out of hospital after a few days, but it was a preventable illness. Someone that did not seek pre-travel advice, they went on a trip and it was a pretty routine trip that many people take. They went from Canada to a resort in the Caribbean, common vacation that many people would go on. And they had a wonderful time at the resort, swam in the pool and ate at the restaurants and played on the beach and hung out in the ocean. When they came back home, they had a fever, they had some terrible abdominal pain, and they were very, very ill, sick enough to come to hospital and get admitted to hospital. And this person ended up having hepatitis A. And hepatitis A is an infection that's very, very easy to prevent. You just need a vaccine to prevent it. The vaccine is safe. It's almost 100% effective. If someone had sought pre-travel medical care, the travel medicine physician would have said, okay, you're going here. You don't really need much. You just need a hepatitis A vaccine and maybe a couple of other bits of advice. And this would have been a completely preventable illness and a completely preventable hospitalization. Of course, the person recovered and did well, but they felt really, really crummy for about a week. And they were hospitalized for almost a week as well with this. And it's just a preventable infection. It's extremely important for travelers to seek pre-travel health advice to ensure that they have a healthy and safe trip. Don't miss our next episode as we discuss mental health. This podcast is brought to you by the Ontario Medical Association. It is produced and edited by Jody Crawford Productions. This podcast is not intended to provide medical advice for specific situations and is for general educational purposes only. Please consult your doctor if you have symptoms or questions about your health. For more information, please visit our website at oma.org.